I am Rich Warner. Street Epistemology Clergy Edition is directed at clergy members of all different faiths. To see what differences we get from the ministerial elite compared to the average Joe off the street, subscribe to my new YouTube channel, Street Epistemology Clergy Edition, with two new videos coming out every week. Reverend David from which church are we at? St. Um, Michael's Anglican Church. St. Michael's Anglican Church. That doesn't put you if I just put that there, does it? So, obviously, um, you're an Anglican, Anglican Reverend. Yep. Um, and uh, would you mind me asking how long you've... Um, I've been ordained 13, 14 years. Around that. Okay, you sang very young, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you seem similar to my age. So uh, you, uh, um, I, I count myself as very young. <laughs> A bit under fifty. <laughs> oh, okay, great, not too far. So, um, do you mind if I ask um, how you came to your God belief? Um, well, God God belief is a is what what the way of saying it is I would be a cradle Anglican, so you know born into family of faith and grown in that family of faith. Um, the coming to the point of being a priest or being um, ordained minister is a different story in that way. It's um, it's one it's one thing knowing something is another thing coming to terms of accepting that and acting upon it. So um, there's a sense in which if we talk about um, me and my faith in the sense of moving towards um, becoming a priest, um, it, it's, I've, um, I mean, I've known I've been called to be a priest I had for, you know, from childhood. Right. Um, but, and I knew that and I had a professional life and I worked in other areas in healthcare, etc. Um, but it got to the point where, um, where, I had to actually acknowledge that call um, and act upon it. Sure. Um, um, okay. So, uh, if um, this is an interesting question, if we had a, a scale of zero to a hundred, zero meaning I have uh, not much uh, assurance or belief um, in terms of what I'm practicing, and a hundred would be I have absolute definite assurance of what I believing is to be true. Where would you put yourself on the scale? Well, well, um, I actually don't think you could actually place yourself on a scale. There's always times where you have doubts. Yeah. Um, um, you know, there's days where absolutely and completely, you know, you would say I'm 100, 110%, you know, off the scale. And, that's why. and there's, there's days where you go, hmm, Okay. Um, where's God in all this? Where's the act of faith? Where, where's all that? Um, you know, so there's, and, and you need to, you need those times of doubt to grow into the times of faith. Um, without those doubts, without those, those doubts, um, then there's no questioning. There's no um, exploration of the greater aspects so you need doubts in actually to in order to grow if you simply sit at 100 yeah. percent all the time yeah of total faith and total belief 
there's actually nothing to question, there's nothing to push you forward, there's nothing to make you grow. So there needs to be that actual movement, there needs to be those times of engagement with the doubts, engagement with the questions in order yeah. to grow beyond um, where you are currently at. Yeah, I, that's a great answer. Uh, uh, so uh, tell me if I, I'll put this into my, my words and tell me if I, I don't want to put words into your mouth, so you tell me, you stop me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to try and understand. Mm -hmm what I think you just said was that at different points of your life that scale is going to be higher and lower. Oh absolutely, absolutely. At different points in your life can be in different parts of the day. Right. <laughs> um, and and so, because different things occur throughout the day, you know, you yeah. see those moments where you encounter God and the beauty and the splendour and yeah. Yeah. the incarnate presence and you see those moments sure. where, um, you know, you can have those days where you go, yeah, you know, how how can this be? Yeah, if so, we have a God who's loving, caring, you know. If I was to, um, in that way, so you know, yeah, they've got to be, you know, they it moves, um, it moves according to the interactions you have. Gotcha. Um, if I was to press you on, oh, I've met you today. It's 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 kind of the end, but the start of a workday for you, being sort of five o'clock. But if I was to press you on, okay, where are you right now? Don't worry, I'm not going to. I'm not going. There's no judgment on yeah. on anything. Well, I'm, if you well, were to I mean, give right, a, now, right now, I mean, where would you be? I mean, then? if you had to today, have a, today have a is Maundy Thursday, so I mean, you're talking. We're in the midst of the week of all weeks. It is the most significant and most important week of the Christian year. We're about to go into the Great Tridium, the Great Three Days of Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, and the Easter Vigil, Easter celebration. So the um, the richness and the liturgical and everything else it brings out that sense of faith it brings out that commitment it, it draws it to a point of celebration so I mean you know if you say where I am now I mean you know I'm at, a, I'm at a place where you know the joy and the love and the you know um, the richness of faith is um, surrounding because it's the week of, you know it is the week of all weeks what um, number would that be <laughs> I'm not going to give a number um, in that way, you know, I'm not a number person. Um, in, in that way, but what I say is, you know, my faith, my faith, um, it is this week that I love. It is this week um, that is the hardest week of the year, but also the most um, joyous week of the year. In that way, um, and there's those moments in the liturgy that take you to that point of despair mm. um, and point of questioning. Mm. But there's those moments in the liturgy that actually are exhilarating, that takes you beyond faith to to that almost um, engaging in face-to-face um, -face with God. So, you know, um, and it should be like that, um, in that in that way. Faith is not a, faith is not a um, static, aspect it's a living breathing organism and it's fed by those things around and it engages with the world around it and it grows and responds to the world around it um so is in that way yeah well very interesting <laughs> um i suppose we talked you, you talked a, a lot about um probably your I don't know if subjective is the right word, but your um, definition of the word faith. Now, I know you don't want me to tie you down to a, a, a percentage, and I know things I'm making things probably a little bit simplistic, probably by saying that. Is that would that be right? By trying to give you well, obviously you'd be over fifty percent, or you wouldn't be a minister. 
Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, but, but you know, as I said, I mean, you know, there's, Do you know, there's a way, you know, I'm, I am strong, I am firm in my faith. So. Okay, yeah. great. That's a great enough answer. Yeah. I won't press you any further on that one. Sorry. Okay, thank you. Um, firm in your faith. Um, could you, uh, you already did a little bit, um, and I, again, I try and ask the same questions to a lot of different faiths as well, people from believe, different backgrounds, but you're firm in your faith. Could you define that word faith in, in, a, in a nice and simple, concise because obviously my, somebody's faith might be different to another, but what, what do you define as the well, word I mean, faith? My, Just my, so we can get on the same page. Is, my, my faith is, um, is a belief in, in Christ. In, in what, what is faith? My faith is a belief in Christ, in, in a, a God who um, is a, um, came, came among us, who um, is in relationship with us, who um, gave of his son. So, so that's what. You, I'm sorry, I, mean, I don't mean to be wrong. That's what you believe. What is if 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 you if faith, I if I said, and belief, can you give faith, me a dic- your dictionary ve- definition of the word? Well, faith is a belief. It's faith, a belief. Faith, faith is to believe in something. I have faith in God. Um, yeah. Faith, faith will not sit sit in isolation to to the to the engagement with God. Um, so I mean, or, or um, in isolation to belief, faith brings in belief. It brings in the relationship. It brings in all those aspects. In that way, you can um, to define faith is is to um, bring together, to draw together those aspects of belief, yeah. those aspects of God, that incarnate presence of God within, um, that is alive and active now. Yeah. Um, in that way. So, so uh, again, I'll try and put it into my words. Tell me if I'm wrong, um, Reverend David. But could I substitute the word faith for belief? Um, no, you, probably not, because faith, faith, faith incorporates belief as well. Um, I, the belief you would have, because if you're trying to you're pl- trying to play around with substitution, um, faith. Faith draws together a greater aspect of simple belief because it's the inner um, faith involves that um, aspect that also goes beyond words. It goes, you, goes into the feeling, it goes into the sense of presence, the incarnation yeah. as, aspect. This is Anglican, right? Yes. Um, Hebrews chapter 11 is often referred to as the faith chapter of the Bible. And I presume, I'm not, please tell me, I'm not sure I know a lot about the Anglican faith, but first one, there's a definition of faith. Do you believe in that definition? Um, Well, I don't have my Bible to quote it to see exactly. I don't know know verbatim. Faith is the... I don't know verbatim. But um, the, the Bible is... We we believe as Anglicans we ascribe to the thirty nine articles as Anglicans we we are we ascribe to the Bible with um, as the um, definition um, as a um, definition. If is I could wrong word. quote that um, to you, would you? So, if I could quote Hebrews one t- verses one to you, would? Oh look, you. Um, um, so I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, b- b- look, believing it, it, without look, seeing I believe, and without evidence. I, I believe in the Bible. I believe in the teachings of the Bible. I, uh, it's it's what what they are. 
um, how we the how we actually read that yeah. um, is very much influenced by the, uh, the, the theological perspective um, m- many of us hold. It's like subjective. Um, or, well, or... subjective, um, a theological grounding and perspective um, and basis for in which we hold that. Awesome. Um, and, and Sorry to harp on yeah, this. Um, you know, and it also depends on what translation you actually read it out of too. Um, yeah. And can can have some, very, right. some nuances of its own yeah. um, in that way. Okay. Um, Sorry to harp on that. I wanted to just make sure that I'm on the same page in terms of that word because it's a critical one for me. Okay. Um, What would be the biggest reason that you believe? What would be the biggest reason that I believe? What what, what is... You mentioned, I think, was it... Did you say cradle... Uh, a cradle Anglican. It, 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 I've never heard that one before. Um, Very interesting. Yeah, I don't need to go in a minute. Okay. Um, well, look, um, I, I believe because, I, because of the relationship, I, the ongoing relationship I have with, with um, God, with Christ, with um, the Godhead in that way. Um, and that I, I believe because of that personal relationship I have, um, that... Um, no matter where I am in, in, in when I've looked back um, on my life, I, I see the hand of God holding me and shaping me, um, and I continue to see and know the, the presence of God in my life that God shapes um, and draws me forward into not only a loving relationship with yeah. God, but with the world and all that um, all that God is. Yeah. So that relationship, you would say, is the biggest reason oh yeah absolutely i mean we have a god of relationship so so, so an interventional god no sorry di- no, sorry am i, I is that say, different no no interventional god is no excuse no, me a god yeah. of relationship is not an interventional god apologies um could you okay i, I i'm not sure i understand that but can, so could i um a little bit deep, delve deeper can you give me the biggest example where that you have of of your relationship with God, the biggest example where God has, uh, I suppose, you know, if I was, if I have a relationship with my girlfriend, I can give you examples of things that we do together. I oh, look, I mean, as I said, I, there's numerous examples where God has acted in my life and can, been can present. Can you give me the biggest one? Um, well, that would take some time to explain. It would. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, the biggest example, in a sense, is the pathway I've taken to um, ordain ministry. But, like I said, that would take t- time to explain in that way. Um, but it's the... Um, and that knowledge of that pathway. And, and it's through the relationship which has caused you to have the confidence in your faith. Well, it's through, through the relationship with God, I... Um, through the relationship that I that I grow in in who I am in in that faith, it grow, what and I grow in what I believe. It I grow in, I um, but I mean that it's not only grounded in that. I mean that relationship is based on scripture. It's based on tradition. It's based on reasoning, which is the Anglican stool. It's um, that relationship. It's fed by. Um, many aspects. It doesn't sit in isolation of a relationship. It's 
fed by scripture, it's fed by liturgy, it's fed by worship, it's fed by sacrament, it's, you know, um, yeah. In, yeah. and engaged in that way. I get you. Thank you for that. Um, so. if, I, if, if you, this is a real hard question, um, Reverend, but if, if, of course, there's many, <laughs> I'm getting to the end, um, there's many different faiths and beliefs in the world. Um, if you, you said that you were brought up into this. If you were brought up in a very different background, say in, I don't know, uh, Saudi Arabia, for example, just a hypothetical, and you were not a cradle Anglican, maybe you were a cradle, uh, I'm sorry, what's the, uh, what's the, 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 the major religion of Saudi Arabia? Um, uh, Muslim. So, sorry, a, yeah. a cradle Muslim to, to steal your, your, your word there. And you're taught the Quran and, and, and so forth. Of course, Muslims would say that they also would have a relationship with God as well. Yeah. If that's the... And, and you said that that's the reason that you are confident in your assurance. If you've both used the same pathway, in other words, that relationship. Yeah. How can you be sure that you said that you're confident but, but I also in your said faith? My, I said my relationship is fed by many aspects as well. Um, so it's fed by the scripture. It's fed by um, um, it's fed by liturgy. It's fed by sacrament. It's fed by theology and teaching, sure. etc. So relationship grows because of how it is fed and how it. Um, the wisdom in parts, etc. If, um, if you just take in, it in that back, way. just a, a quick second, I'm, I'm nearly done. If you were brought up in that, oh, look, you, you'd, you'd have the Quran, which yes. is your liturgy. Look, look, you'd have your I, I, sacrament. I have you'd have all of your, all of those other things that you also mentioned as well. If we were, yeah. if I, if I now having a conversation with you and you'd come from that background, would you have the same level of confidence? That, well, the, that, that have, the Muslim faith was have, right? Having not read the Quran, having um, and aspects yeah. of that way, I, I can't comment on that. Um, not being a Muslim or having not studied um, um, the Quran or a theological perspective thereof, okay. I can't make that statement. It's not me. So from an outsider's uh, perspective, um, but how I, would I define who would be right? Um... I don't think it's a matter of arguing who's right and who's wrong. I think that's where we start to get in, that's where much of the world is getting into trouble now, in the sense that sure. we're trying to define, we're trying to say we're right and you're wrong. Um, we care about truth, though. We care about truth. We don't want to waste but our lives. But, we, but we're getting an argument, the world of who is right and who is wrong. The Does that not matter to you? Oh, it matters to me imperatively, but I don't think it's getting. I don't think it's a useful um, question to ask. Is um, who's right in that way? I think the useful. Is, is question, there any other area of your life where you don't care, or you don't think it's useful to know if it's right or not? No, I'm not saying it's not. What I'm saying, I is, think. Is there any other I'm, area of your life where it's, I, where it's saying, not important if you're what, right? What I'm saying is. What I'm saying is it's important to actually engage in the conversation um, and engage in the dialogue um, that actually um, allows for the teaching to, to actually come and judge in that way. It's the imperative engaging. You don't 
you don't um, Isn't you the don't conversation convert, what we're doing you don't now? convert you don't um, you don't convert anyone you don't um, change anyone's mind by going in and saying you're wrong oh absolutely you, don't. you should have an open um, mind exactly and, and you so you go in and you and the conversation is about meeting people and walking with them um, the road to Emmaus is about Christ walking with with the people and opening the scriptures and um, and allowing them to see, allowing them to hear the word of God, and in the breaking of the bread, in that, in that coming together over a meal, in that relationship, yeah. the revealing of the presence of Christ in what has been spoken, if, if, um, and it's about that dialogue, um, and it, through that dialogue, the truth reveals itself. The look, truth comes forward and um, understand, and understands do, in that way. Do, um... I'm pretty much at the end. Thank you so much for your time. Is there anything that you would say to somebody who's generally seek, genuinely seeking and they do care about truth and they want us to know as many true things as possible and they want to discard as many false things as possible in their life? Is there any point of difference that you could give that person who is really genuine in knowing the truth um, that, say, somebody from another religion such as the one we spoke about could not also give so for example you may point to a holy book they may also point to a holy book you may point to certain rituals they may point to certain. is there any if what would you say that is a point of difference that you would have that could point to them to towards a, the right path or a, or a truthful path to come to that confidence your, your point, that you have. Your point, your point of difference comes to the, this week. It comes to the understanding of, it comes to the understanding of Christ who came into the world incarnate, present in, in the world, who gave of Himself, fully died and rose again. I mean, there's a point. Of, that's the point of difference. That's the hinge and the crux of the Christian faith. You know, so. Reverend David, thank you so much for giving me a bit of your time. I very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 